It's Thursday, the 29th of April, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, interest rates are on hold for a while yet. That's good for the share market. That's the message from the March inflation figures released yesterday. Plus, the US Federal Reserve upgrades the outlook for the world's biggest economy. JB Hi-Fi loses its very successful boss who makes the leap to another retailer. And Cole says things are finally getting back to normal in supermarkets. Our lead story today, inflation in Australia raised by 0.6% during the March quarter, taking annual inflation to 1.1%, much lower than forecast and supporting the Reserve Bank's argument that interest rates won't rise for another three years. The figures from the Bureau of Statistics triggered a jump in the share market yesterday, and allayed growing fears among investors that prices were on the rise. The closely watched trimmed median rate of inflation, which is important for policymakers, was 1.1% for the year, the lowest on record. Vehicle prices, petrol and transport costs were all higher, as was jewellery and health costs, but mostly prices didn't rise by much. Fruit and cereal product prices and furniture costs fell, and rents were flat. Domestic airfares also fell as a result of discounting. The low level of inflation will allow the federal government to keep spending money in its budget due in less than two weeks. Media reports this morning say Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will today outline the need for big spending rather than fiscal repair to keep pushing the unemployment rate lower. This was a surprisingly weak set of numbers. The Reserve Bank has consistently said the first upwards move in the official cash rate, which is at a record low, wouldn't be until 2024. The crowd from Martin Place are now looking like the smartest guys in the room. In overseas news, the US Federal Reserve overnight upgraded its view of the US economy but kept interest rates close to zero and will continue to buy government bonds. The central bank said growth and employment had strengthened and the recent pickup in inflation was transitory. It added that the outlook remained tied to the vaccine rollout and COVID-19. More than 300 million vaccine doses have so far been delivered in the US and 142 million people have received at least one jab. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden is set to announce a $1.8 trillion US dollar plan to expand America's welfare system, funded by tax increases on wealthy households. The proposal covers childcare, paid leave, education and healthcare. Microsoft reported its third quarter earnings yesterday with revenue up 19% to $42 billion US dollars for just three months. The group has $125 billion US dollars in the bank and is confident of ongoing growth for the rest of the year. That didn't help its share price, which fell 3%, but Microsoft now has a market capitalization of almost $1.92 trillion US dollars, which is more than the total value of the Australian market. A new preliminary study by the Lancet Journal of Infectious Diseases shows a significant drop in COVID-19 infection rates after just one dose of a vaccine. And the more time passes after receiving the jab, the more resistant individuals become to coronavirus. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that the Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna vaccines both reduced the risk of hospital stays by 94% for people over the age of 65. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Richard Murray, who turned retailer JB Hi-Fi into an extraordinary success story, has announced he's leaving the business after 18 years. Mr Murray is joining Solomon Liu's Premier Investments, replacing outgoing Chief Executive Mark McGuinness. The move is a coup for Premier Investments, 
which owns Just Jeans, Peter Alexander, Dotty, Smiggle, among others. JB Hi-Fi's share price closed down 4% yesterday, while Premier Investments, of which Solomon Liu owns 42%, closed up more than 2%. Cole said third quarter sales fell to $8.6 billion from $9.2 billion in the same quarter a year ago. Supermarket sales were down 6% from a year earlier. It was the first time in more than 12 years that supermarket sales fell and it mostly reflected the surge in sales 12 months ago during the peak of the pandemic. The good news, according to boss Stephen Kane, is that things are starting to get back to normal, as demonstrated by Sundays again becoming the busiest trading day of the week. Australia's trade surplus hit $8.4 billion last month after big jumps in the value of iron ore, copper and coal exports. Iron ore now accounts for four in every $10 of exports. Exports to China surged thanks to the jump in iron ore sales. Meanwhile, iron ore prices hit a new high yesterday of almost 194 US dollars a tonne as Chinese demand continued to meet a global building boom. The Prudential regulator has declared it will test the bank's preparation for a cyber attack through a series of war games. Speaking at an event in Sydney, Australian Prudential Regulation Authority Chairman Wayne Byers said specialists would be hired to engage in ethical hacking of financial institutions, looking for gaps and weaknesses in cyber defence. Bankers have previously described cyber security as the single biggest risk facing the sector, with Mr Byers saying it was only a matter of time before an attack on an institution was successful. He also repeated warnings to financial institutions to prepare for the impact of climate change. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.